Don't engage alone. We do this together. Hello there. The dark side is a path to many things. Some of them considered unnatural. So, you, I will do this. <laughs> you messed it up! What are you doing? Redo it. I'm not redoing it. What's up, Najee? I'm not redoing it. You messed it up, Nick. What are you doing? Kinky. <laughs> I will do I, I will do what I must. You will try wait, 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 wait. Okay. Turn off the lightsaber. Then say that. Watch. No, no, no. I will turn it off. Say I say will do what I must. Turn it on, then I'll do mine. That's what it was in episode three. I will do what I must. You will try. Ah! Don't try it, Anakin. Don't try it. I have the high ground. You underestimate my power. You are the chosen one. It would said you bring balance to the force, not leave it in darkness. All right, so we're You're talking. my brother, Anakin. I loved you. What's up, Throth, Tavia, Naji, Orange Peel? Today we are discussing how we would fix Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> I, I, now that we have proven that we are complete utter dorks that love Star Wars, I think we, ha we now that all credibility has blown out the window. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. So, I want to get s something out of the way real quick before we get started. We love Star Wars. So, uh, the first I mean, part, yeah, the pff, what we just did should tell you. We, yeah. So the first part of this episode is going to be us just talking about how much we love Star Wars, what our favorite movies are and stuff. So, Nick, I'll start with you. What do you love about Star Wars? And he's got his little, he's got his Darth Bane book right there. It's his Bible, everyone. No, only the Bible. The Bible is my Bible. But but these are still good books, mind you. So I, I love the expanding universe of Star Wars. London's continuity is the only continuity. And um, I think I just the, the I I can just imagine the audience going hell yeah, the best. Um, yeah, and so these are I got the first and the third of the Darth Bane trilogy, which uh, Darth Bane is the first person he's the originator of the World of Two, and these are really good novels. Darth Bane himself is canon, by the way. But right, Nick, I heard that in Legends continuity, he got the idea of the Rule of Two from uh, from Revan. You, sir, are correct. Yes! Uh, so, I know my Revan. So what happened is Bane broke into a Revanite temple and stole a Darth Revan holocron. And that's where he got it. Also, okay. I have literally the first Star Wars novel ever published. Oh, nice. 
Splinter, so Splinter of the Mind's Eye. I, I love the story of this book. I mean, the story of how it was written. So George Lucas didn't know Star Wars was going to be a success. So he wanted a cheap and dirty sequel. So he commissioned uh, Alan Dean Foster, who, justice for Alan Dean Foster, because Disney is currently trying to screw him over. Um, he wrote this as a sequel to Star Wars. And man, oh man, is this alternate history. Luke and Leia actually have a romance subplot in this. It sounds like it would, it would be written by Bruce Tim. Why did I know you were <laughs> going to go there? You set me up so well for that, Nick. Yeah, he, he, yeah you did, Nick. I'm sorry. You as soon up. as the words exited in my mouth, it's like, he's going to mention Bruce Tim. He's going to, like, yes, he mentioned Bruce Tim. Tevia brings up, here's my solution to fix stories. Ignore the sequel. Trilogy ever happened. Just have Cal Katarn come back. We'll discuss that. I'm a member. Oh, speaking of Cal Katarn, wait till you hear my stuff later. Yeah. I'm a member of the 501st. I admit to loving Star Wars, almost as much Star Trek. So you're a member of the Emperor's Fist. Well done. No, it's Vader's Fist. The 501st is Vader's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I thought you loved Star Wars. I thought the, the worst part is <laughs> I'm a nerd for the 501st. Uh, I thought nothing could be worse than the 78 Christmas special. I was wrong. I'm open to everything. <laughs> what? You 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 don't you don't like um uh you don't like uh putting you, you don't like uh really bad uh, cooking specials. Well, you don't like I'd I I I, I wish I could put my f- uh, my fist through this town. The boys in blue, baby. So let's, uh, yeah. So, all right. So I guess I'll go next. I've been a Star Wars fan since the prequels. I was a prequels guy. And I'll admit, after studying more film and watching more movies, they're not the best. Absolutely not. The dialogue is a little, the only one that has, I would say, good dialogue is three. That's it. I mean, three is by far the most quoted. Three is the best of the prequel movies. For, for my, but it does have some really bad dialogue. From my point of view, the Jedi evil. Was that you are lost? Like, like, oh my god! Uh, I, I bought peace and security to my new empire. Your new empire. See, this is our, this is our point. Lord, <laughs> I, I was a 1977 drive-in theater opening weekend fan. Oh, that's dope. So wow. I saw that. What really made me fall in love with Star Wars was the Clone Wars animated show. I, I saw the movie in theaters, by the way. And when I saw the reason why I like that is because here's the thing about here's the thing about me with Star Wars. I like the characters that can't use the Force more because when you use the Force, that, but that becomes, anyone can use the Force. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but be, because and too much to that point, Nick. I think the force is a bit of a crutch because they're like, okay, use the force, Luke. And then the whole world. That's not things. how the force works. I, I need that. I need that. Dr- yeah, that was line. the one good line. That was the one good. I, I was born in 91. So I didn't see stars in theaters uh, uh, when the original trilogy. Uh, but, um, well, and then what was dope. I played the force unleashed games. Ooh. Oh boy. Were those bad ass well watch out we got a badass over here oh my gosh particularly when you get the ultimate seth edition and you can play as all those skins that they, that you can essentially clone wars or, your guy or the levels you can play uh like the original trilogy like how cool is it where you're in uh, echo base 
and you're facing up against uh, Luke and he goes dark side midway through the fight. Well, yeah, because here, here's the funny part about that. The dark side ending is you kill Darth Vader. So, of course, uh, it's going to be you lean the 501st. That's, 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 the, that's the first thing again. And, and yeah, that's cool. And, and you can kill Boba Fett. Some would say better than giving him his own show, but that's that's besides the point. But yeah, and, and so <laughs> and see, here's here's the problem with Dave Filoni. He basically showed up to uh, to uh, the set of Boba Fett and dropped the ball like a bantha. When even Tamara Morrison is like. Hey guys, can we not take my helmet off so often? There are only six Star Wars movies, exactly. So Taladia, there are gonna... seven. There are, there are seven. Uh, somehow Disney got the rights to do a single Star Wars movie, and they made Rogue One. I, I still think Solo is good, but all right, all right. Takeaway is nerd card. Taladia, your thoughts yeah. on Star Wars? Why you like Star Wars? So I like Star Wars because, like any star like sci-fi film like star wars basically brought in the nerdiness out of me right when you're like like the lightsaber fights and the duels and especially especially like if you're because i i grew up uh around the 2000s mm -hmm. that's when i started watching that's when i started watching the uh star wars films because i remember i got revenge of the sith attack of the clones and uh Phantom Menace on DVD. So I remember those and I was just like, so, yes. Talati, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. What's your opinion on sand? I hate sand. <laughs> any on, any keep other going, thoughts? Keep going, keep going, keep going. Please tell me you, you, you remember the line or I will do it for you. You can do it for me. I hate sand. It's rough and it's coarse and irritating and it gets everywhere. Um, see, everywhere here is soft and smooth, and he caresses her shoulder like a stalker. Like, also, like, uh, my favorite scene, uh, I'm sorry, but, like, my, one of my favorite scenes of Attack of the Clones is when, like, <coughs> they're in the den, and she's wearing, like, the most, like, F-me gown ever. Yeah, he's, exactly. like, he's like, I want to be with you. No, no, you can't. It's like, and, and you have like, why are you like wearing the, that gown? The lighting is low. You got the fire going. It's like the most romantic setting ever. It's like, George, stop. But uh, so Nick, you said you you wanted to share your origin for Star Wars. All right. So my first encounter with Star Wars, I kind of knew about it. My dad was an Uber dork. I said, uh, I think I had some people come over to babysit me for a weekend. I said, like, I want to watch Star Wars. So my parents dug out, dug out some VHS tapes. Oh um, man! Uh, well, oh, I, I was gonna anyway. say, you know, I was gonna make an old joke, but I realized, oh yeah, I remember VHS tapes as well. Well, speaking of VHS tapes, sorry, I just remembered I had this. <laughs> oh, you nerd! Okay, you know what? What? Nice. This is the original cut, by the way. So. Oh wow! Uh, that was the crazy anyway, dialogue. Anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So they had a, a, a recording of, I guess, sci-fi in like the early 90s, did like a marathon of the three Star Wars films hosted by Carrie Fisher. And that's how I first watched Star Wars. And when they did the special editions in the mid-90s, my grandparents took me to see episode four in theaters. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Um, it's got like a, you know, I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> So, so yeah, I saw episode 
like the special edition in theaters. That was about 96, 97, I think. And when when uh, Phantom Menace came out, my dad did actually take me to see it in 1999 because I'm, I'm the old fart of this group, so. By the way, how much of a mind death is that when Darth Maul whips out the double-bladed lightsaber? That is uh, nuts. The thing is, it was kind of spoiled by the trailer, so like watching mm. the movie wasn't as big a surprise. Cause, like it was literally the focal point. Like literally, I think the trailer opens up with the double-bladed lightsabers. Okay. With me, my biggest like oh my gosh moment is when General Grievous ignites the four lightsabers, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Yeah, uh, for I I know for me, uh, growing up, uh, the biggest like oh my god moment was Yoda fighting. Like I remember, <laughs> me, like I was I was I was fully in middle school at this time. I think it was like uh, eighth grade when uh, Attack of the Clones came out, and me and my friends were talking about that for weeks about Yoda like Yoda fought Yoda fought like see like uh, it was just like the coolest thing ever, and. Uh... And to Tevi brings up a good point. Republic Commando. That game was the one I played the most besides KOTOR because that was Halo, but Star Wars. That's pretty much what it is. I mean, for me, my childhood Star Wars games was stuff like Star Wars Dark Forces, which is like Star Wars Doom. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, stuff like... Uh, I'm gonna I bring also this up. played Jedi Academy. That was the first Star Wars game I actually beat, as a matter of fact. That's a really good one. I actually played like Super Star- the Super Star Wars trilogy on the Super Nintendo. Um, I'm sure I just like core members of people, but he also got stuff like uh, Rogue Squadron. Um, hey, Ian, like, yeah. And Ian's got Ian knows where it's at. But, but I, I gotta say, like, uh, the N64 was like a Star Wars machine because, like, I had so many good uh, uh, stuff like the Rogue Squadron series. And then, yeah, the next generation after that, you had even better ones like Jedi Academy, Jedi Outcast, Battlefront. I'm Han Solo, I'm Han Solo. No, but uh, for that's me, not till next generation. I had to bring that up just to screw with you. What's up, Taladia? For me, like gaming wise, like I obviously played the movie tying games. Episode I, three turns into an injustice game when the multiplayer that's what the multiplayer is. No, it's not the, only the episode that. three I, game. It's like they did not need to go that hard, but we thank them for it. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously they bring in uh, the Force and Leash. Uh, Jedi, uh, Star Wars, The Force, I think it's Unleashed. Is that Force Unleashed? Otherwise known as yeah. God of War, but Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, that was a great um, game. who here has played uh, Soul Calibur 4? Is that the that one means... where we can play as Darth Vader and Yoda? And Starkiller. Yes. For, <laughs> see, yeah. And, um,. <laughs> and obviously we, we we got Swotor because that game also, yeah um before we talk about Swotor I did want to give some love to Star Wars Galaxies mm-hmm. um the one that came before it like that really like set the bar really high I uh, just want to give that a little love before we start talking about Swotor uh, and Sw- Swotor was like one of those games that was like wait uh where is it uh, okay Swotor was one of those games where you think you're making your own Star Wars character. And, and yet the genius of this game is, first off, it's the closest you can get to doing whatever the hell you want. And then you keep hearing throughout the entire game how much of an evil SOB Darth Revan is throughout the entire game. Then all of a sudden they tell you in the mid through the game, actually, you're Darth Revan. 
that 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 scene where he takes off the helmet is is rather rather iconic. I wish we would have gotten the ability to wear the Revan armor. Actually, you can. Uh, it, it, in the, at the end of the game, I think when you're in the uh, uh, you're in the, um, the the factory, what's the, the the whatever it's called, Star Forge. Yeah, there's actually like a little place where you can kind of make armor. You actually make the Revan armor. No, but I mean, so I can wear. I, I wish I could carry that to another save. I, I wish it didn't take to the end of the game for me to to, to get that. And I'm not talking about mm -hmm. mods, but so, so th there was that. Obviously, Force Unleashed, but Battlefront. Battlefront was like my first shooter game. That was like my first T-rated game, and that was my favorite game until Halo. It was like that Halo, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm good because you could fly in spaceships, you could fight on Hoth, and then. When I imported it to the Xbox One, for some reason, it gave me bonus characters. Like, I could play as Kit Fisto and Ventress. Mm. Like, I was like, okay, well, this is interesting. Halo mm. was epic, though. Lord Throth, you are my dude. You know what? You are getting this right now. Okay. I mean, okay, so we've talked about... Um... Uh, actually, say something, Jared. I got to send you a message. I want to keep, you know. Yeah, so well, it, essentially, that's like my Star Wars, like gaming. And like, I didn't really read that many Star Wars books, but it, it was mainly just me just like w watching the movie shows and hitting YouTube hard really to understand uh, to understand the um, the idea, the, the like lore. But all right. So then... I mean, we could talk about uh, before we get into uh, like other uh, to like how where stories went wrong. When it, uh, now we're going to show off some Star Wars merch. So yes, no, no, wait, wait. Do you have the clip, Jared? No, I don't. I told you. I, I, All I, right, I then I'll, I'll I'll reenact it for you. Merchandising, merchandising. Where the real money from the movie is made. So my parents w w went to D Disney for. Uh, on a trip, I was working, so I couldn't go. And they brought me back uh, Luke's lightsaber from Galaxy's Edge. So I was How like, okay, "I'll take that." Did, didn't they have Anakin's? They did, but Luke's lightsaber from Episode Six is one of my favorites too. So it was like, "Okay, I'll, I'll take this." You do I, realize Luke's lightsaber is basically just Obi Wan's lightsaber, right? Yeah, I know. And then I got. A Black Series Darth Revan because Revan is my absolute favorite Star Wars character. That's a Darth Vader lightsaber. That's a he not only Vader. is this a Darth Vader lightsaber. This is a master replica Darth Vader lightsaber. Like this is actually metal right here. The thing is heavy. Where's my nerd clip? I don't have that one. But nerd. I have a Black Series Mandalorian. Yeah, are, are, and does Black that, does Series mean, Bo Katan. Hmm? Does that mean weapons are part of your religion? Yes, it is. And then one more. I have this dope thing. I have a Mandalorian bust. This is the way. This is the way. Thank you. Wait, wait. So, so uh, 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 Nick, do you have any other Star Wars merch you want to show off? Oh, if if I if I thought about it, like I have tons more. Like I actually have vintage Star Wars figures. But I didn't think to to bust them out before uh, we did this thing. I, I should have, but you know. Um, yeah, but it's like I, I I I have other stuff, but that that's just the stuff that that I want to br bring out right now. 
But yeah, um, can we kind of talk about the music for a second? Like, just how yeah. friggin' yes. iconic that music... Like, okay, so what is your guys' nice. favorite um, Star Wars uh, tune? Like, this Mine is the... Pick one. Anakin Skywalker versus Obi-Wan Kenobi fight from episode three. So Battle of the Heroes is your the favorite. Dun, Mine... dun, 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 dun. Mine is Duel of the Face. You see someone on YouTube put like lyrics to it? And they said, Oh my god. Yarn, lots of yarn. <laughs> What's your favorite Star Wars theme, Taladia? Uh what's it called? The episode three. Obi-Wan and uh Battle of the Heroes. Battle yeah. of the Heroes. Uh, by the way, so fun fact, I went to a uh a concert a little while back where they played uh the, the Star Wars soundtracks for the movies. Uh, did they have an actual choir to do the? the I think they did, and the master ceremonies was uh, C three PO. The the actor played C three PO. Oh, and then beforehand, you could walk around the stadium before the show started, and they had like the uh, uh, the actual suits and everything on display. Have you guys ever seen like um, uh, some an orchestra play the themes? And you see uh, two lightsabers going at it on stage. Have you seen that oh, on YouTube? I need to share one of my favorite memories. So uh, a, a while back, I was at a Breaking Benjamin concert. Um, dun, and dun, 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 dun. Yes, yes, you, you know them. Uh, and they actually did play that song. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> but um, they were doing like this cover section. And 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 so all of a sudden you hear that, do, do. Like Imperial March, and then Ben Burlow, and this was before uh, Force Awakens came out. It was like this December, like he was kind of hyping up the crowd, and all of a sudden, once he get the do do, like uh, he actually busted out a lightsaber, and like, <laughs> that's it was awesome, so great. And Imperial March, you have great taste. I mean, uh, Lord Thoth, you have great taste in music, so. That's where we stand. By uh, uh, Talia, do, do you have a, 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 any stores merch to show off? No, I I, I don't have any stores. So you want right. to know just how much of a nerd I am? Um, so any any woman who wants to marry me will have two conditions for for the wedding. Oh boy! Um, and these are not negotiable. Um, our first dance has to be to across the stars. Anakin Padme scene, which I think is just beautiful. And you know, like the, where they introduce like the bride and groom and like the wedding party at the reception? That mm-hmm. is to be set to the throne room theme from episode four. You know, da, 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 you know that. Yeah. Mine is going to be Aaron, a... Now you may play the nerd clip. I don't have it on here. Oh. Well, everyone has their small request. I'm going to tell my uh, wife, can you dress as Wonder Woman? Hey, what's uh, up, Jay Heat? Oh, so, don't, so, don't let him say it, oh, Jared. Lord Thoth, he got it for us. Thank you. Jared, don't I, let I'm Jay just going to tell the future it. wife the mask stays on. So, mm-hmm. If you let Jay Heat say it in the chat, oh, my God, your face will drop again. <laughs> no, 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 no. And he said, I soccered my wife into my jockiness as a hockey player. Then I said, oh, by the way, I love these nerd stuff. That's good. You tricked her. I like that. See, Lord Thoth, he was like, surprise, mother ducker. Yeah, exactly. 
He he walks into the room. By the way, so so welcome home, honey. Oh yeah, uh, I have to show you something. He leads her into into his back cave. It's like I I so wait. So I have a I have a particular I have a room of particular interest. Oh, you mean like Xbox? Yeah, that was a meme, by the way, from Fifty Shades, <laughs> where it's it's Christian Grey, and he goes, I have a room, and I have very specific tastes. And it's like, they open the room, it's loaded with guns. Or li literally anything. Or any anything, really, with me, it would be Superman and Wonder Woman merch. But yeah, right, let, me so some, let me do some Googling. Um, so uh, now we're going to get to where Star Wars went wrong. I think we know where they went wrong. Disney. The thing about where it went wrong, not necessarily Disney, though, because we did get Rogue One out of the deal. So that wasn't necessary. It was, all right, I think where it went wrong was bringing Ryan Johnson into Star Wars. Because here's the thing. You had a direction with Episode 7, even though it was a shot-for-shot -shot remake of Episode 4. But... You, you at least had some stuff set up. Then Johnson came in and said, no, I'm going to ignore all that stuff. Actually, in my mm -hmm. opinion, I blame Jar Jar Binks, a.k.a. Jar Jar Abrams. Oh, fun, <laughs> fun, fun fact about uh, Jar Jar Binks. Did you know that Michael Jackson uh, campaigned to the star as Jar Jar Binks? Oh, boy. Like, there's a story that a, a Mad Best tells. Uh, the actor for Jar Jar, mm -hmm. where uh, him and George went to a Michael Jackson concert, and they actually met Michael after the concert. Like Michael was really cold to him, and he asked George why. He's like, "Oh yeah, he wanted the role. That that's why he doesn't like you." <laughs> that that's great. I love that. But I mean, that's I, I the reason why I say that the the reason why I say it was with Episode A's because here's the thing. And this is going to sound a lot like an, a certain other company we talk about on this channel a lot. When they give the, the reins to a director, let them make one movie and then freak out and then take those reins away and give it to another director, that never works out. Yeah. That's my one Zack Snyder reference for the show. There you go. But th that was my point there. It's like what they did is they... From a creative standpoint, they let Jar Jar, for JJ, now I'm doing it, set up a, a, a trilogy. Because when you look at some of his other plans for, for, for the sequel trilogy... Jar Jar Abrams? His, if you look at, at Abrams' plans for the trilogy going forward, it actually doesn't sound that bad. It's just they screwed it up royally and uh, with episode eight for some reason... And it's just, it's really annoying. So, 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 Nick, I'll start with you. Where do you think they went wrong? Uh, well, first off, check Twitter. Tw uh, check the uh, the group chat on Twitter. I sent you something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Famous last words. But, um, <laughs> please show, please share it. Uh, no, I can't. I can't share the, 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 the type of humor on here. But go on. All right. I, I just think, um... Well, first off, they chased an audience that wasn't there, and they 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 pay, they pay the price for it. Yeah, every company and, does that. <sighs> the thing you got to remember, like I know we we put a lot of the problem with Kathleen Kennedy, and and, and she's responsible for a lot of it. But you also got to remember, George Lucas appointed her as his successor before this thing ever ever happened. Yeah, and, and yes, Kathleen Kennedy did betray him because 
the intention was to carry on his legacy to be his advocate and that just went out the window and but nick also, haven't you heard the force is female no it isn't no. <laughs> i love it immediately no it isn't the four okay okay um i gotta uh, you talk while i look up uh, uh, well if anything if you want to if you want to be pr- progressive the force is genderless hmm the force is what gives a Jedi his power. It's an energy field created by all living things. All right, Qui-Gon Jinn. I haven't, I'm not done yet. It surrounds us and penetrates us. It binds the galaxy together. By the way, that was Obi-Wan from episode four, so shut the F up. But but they said the same thing in, in episode one. But anyway, yeah, I mean, because what people have to re- uh, should understand is that she was involved in like, most Lucasfilm movies. Well, she was more. She was more of a Spielberg. Uh, she was a Spielberg mm-hmm. person. Uh, so, like, uh, the only time she was really involved with Lucas was when it involved Spielberg. She was Spielberg's personal producer. So you, mm-hmm. you got to remember that. Um, so, like, she was kind of involved with Star Wars, but she was more. She was Spielberg's person. Yeah, and by the way, Orange Peel brings up a good point because Ryan Johnson insulting Luke, um, Mark Hamill live on stage was so cool. He did that? I would not be surprised. Yeah, I've never seen a professional director act like such a child. Yeah, well, that that it, well, the problem with Ryan Johnson is he is open about this. He said when he was writing the script, he he looked at the theories that people had after Seven and were like, no, I'm going to like... Uh, undo all this because i don't want uh, to subvert expectations so okay that, that, that i'm sorry i i i i whenever i hear that word i get a bit triggered but i'm going to say something a bit against the grain here i feel like if i had to choose between force awakens and return of the jet uh last jedi i would choose last jedi because the problem with force awakens is there are no original ideas uh um Last Jedi, it at least tried something new. It failed. I still, I still, I still, I still think the film, like the movie itself, looks gorgeous. Like there are like a lot of really good shots. Um, but largely the film is a failure. Like it is vastly a failure. But at least it tried something. At least it tried to push things forward. Uh, both movies are terrible. It, yeah, it's just there's too much. The problem with, uh, and I, I agree with you, Nick. The movie looks pretty. It's just there's too many, too much logic, like inconsistencies. Like, why are you doing a bombing run in space by like dropping the bombs from big carriers? Like, like okay. So, uh, here, here's here's my ratings for the three films. I'm gonna go in mm-hmm. backwards order. Rise of Skywalker is a zero out of zero. Okay, there is nothing redeemed about that movie. Um, Last Jedi, and this is out of five, by the way. Is a 0.75. Uh, Forest Awakens is 0.25, maybe 0.5. So these are all really bad films. But in my opinion, The Last Jedi is like the least worst. It, I don't know if I'm saying Tevia it right asked right. question. How would you guys fix The Last Jedi? Oh, boy. We'll get to that in a uh, second. But uh, when we get to the actual f- fixing part of the episode, the thing... And to, to Ladia, let me ask you: Where do you, or maybe you already answered this, but wh- where do you think they went wrong with Star Wars? Uh, I think I think J.J. Abrams, when he came into the fold and didn't set up a plan, right? Mm-hmm. Because well, yeah, the, 
because you got to think about it, right? If you're making a plan, you got to make sure it sticks in its continuity. Like Zack Snyder's the blueprint, as we always keep on saying on every And that's screen. our second obligatory Zack Snyder reference. But isn't J.J. Abrams the guy that's known to, like, change his plan the last second yes. or, like, not follow through? J.J. Yes. Uh, J. J. Abrams is basically the mystery box guy. And the problem with him is he poses questions that he never intends to answer. For him, it's more about asking the question rather than answering it. Like, anyone who's ever, like, gone through Lost knows exactly what I'm talking about, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with J.J. Abrams is he's a mediocre director at best. Like, Force Awakens, from, like, as a movie, is is, is it's fine. It's probably the only, like... As much as much hate as I put on Force Awakens, it's the only one that's actually semi-watchable. Yeah, um, th- it, that's the only one of the sequel trilogy I would actually watch, probably because I like Episode Four so much. <laughs> see, see, my biggest thing is I love the idea of Kylo Ren. I, I love like mm-hmm. like the whole unfinished job, burden of legacy. Like, I think the idea of Kylo Ren's character is fascinating, and under better hands could have been like a really good idea for the trilogy um the also thing you gotta you gotta realize about the sequel trilogy it's basically ripping off uh the legends universe it's basically doing the legacy of the fourth storyline uh you basically have uh uh han and han and leia's kids jason jason and jaina which are twins jason goes to the dark side becomes darth cadis and jaina has to face her brother to save him it's a very i mean yes it's a very like, truncated version of it truncated and maybe surface level but it's very clear that you know these ideas are too pacific even even in a very watered down generic form you know where you got them from true the the yeah i agree with you on that <laughs> it's the problem with disney and where I think they ticked off a lot of Star Wars fans from the get-go before they even released anything is that they came in and they wiped all of Legends canon from canon immediately. And they're like, wait a second, so now all this stuff doesn't matter? You could have just made movies about all this stuff. Well, the problem is, um, is so other, like, for example, Star Trek handles the expanding universe very well. There is Alpha canon, which is like the movie, the TV show, and there's Beta canon, which is all the extended universe stuff. Star Wars, while George Lucas has said stuff like that, it's never been like officially designated. You know what I'm saying? There's never really been like we've we've always led to a, and plus because like Star Wars, like the universe has always been hundred years of the future, three thousand years, or like oh, there's this little like two weeks where no like where these characters don't exist. Let's put a story in there. Like they always put it like like they like the legend continuity is always good about filling in like the blanks. They never try to, but you know. I mean, there were contradictions. Mm-hmm. Like, um, okay, you, you, you want to know how much of a nerd I was? So I was like a young kid. I was in the theater watching Attack of the Clones. And when uh, the Genosians unveiled their plans for the Death Star, I literally shouted out, plot hole! Ah! Like, <laughs> even now, I, like you can tell I'm cringing. Oh. Well, the Orange Peel brings up a good point. They had a built-in fan base. No, but I need to explain the plot. Yeah, go ahead. So in the Jedi Academy trilogy, it's revealed that Grand Moff Tarkin had a think tank where of like these really smart people. And this one lady is the one who designed the Death Star. Um, 
and uh and so like he he's the one who built like the death star and whatnot um so Wait, like they even contradicted in rogue one because it, it's it's uh it, it it's the main girl's father who, who who designed the Death Death Star as well? well I, I think he was part of the think tank. No, but I'm saying it contradicts Episode Two as well. If I were to speculate, I think the Genosians had the initial design, but it was they had they still had to finish it. You know, I think it was like an early draft kind of you know, thing. They, they, they had the you know, the rough sketch. What Moff's think tank did is they like is they like uh, ironed out all all the details. Well, no, no, well, no, no. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to reconcile Rogue oh, One and then. Okay, 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 okay. Um, because you got to remember, this Death Star is a spaceship station the size of a small moon. There's a lot of moving parts in that thing, so mm-hmm. I-, I can see like the Genosians whipped up a plan, but it took the the Empire twenty years, you know, to kind of get it to work. And then they had to rebuild it. Well, here's the thing: they should have just hired Tony Stark because Tony Stark built this. In a cave with a box of straps. All right. And the other thing is, all right. Now, I have enjoyed the Ahsoka show for one reason. Snips. Everyone is giving Hayden Christensen the respect he deserves. Yeah. He's getting back into acting. He signed on with an acting agency. And the the dude was freaking crying when he showed up to Star Wars Celebration. Everyone was cheering him on. Because remember, for years we we heard, he's a whiny brat in Star Wars. Now everyone's like, he just needed a good script. For some reason, that took people years to figure out. Well, the thing is, you realize he married Rachel McAdams, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they have, like, a farm, and they're raising their children on it. So he's kind of been doing his own thing. But, yeah, I hope to see him in more films, honestly. I think he will. He'd be a great DC character. But we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Another day, yeah. Another stream, yeah. But... Oh, oh, real quick. Who would you put uh, Hayden Christensen as in the DC universe? um, uh, Again, I said, future stream. But uh, the problem... The pro- the other problem with the sequel trilogy is that they tried to force in Snoke. And the thing is, they had an opportunity with Snoke. They could have done something really cool. But then they were like, no, it's a clone of Palpatine. What? Uh, all right, here. Okay, okay, okay. I got to cook here. This this is what pisses me off most about, uh, about uh, the Disney Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. So it's been revealed. That the Emperor that Darth Vader killed in Return of the Jedi was just another clone. So literally, they uh, they basically uh, invalidated the entire ending of Return of the Jedi for what? Wait, wait, wait. They said the one in Return of the Jedi was a clone? I think some director said it or something, but like it has like that's the only way it makes sense. Like, how else did, did Palpatine return? They should have really just gone with the way it was in, in Legends, where he became a spirit that could inhabit people's body. Mm-hmm. That would have been well, the better way to do well, it because it's with the Force. But well, 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 um, what do you want to say, Taladia? Or what, what he did in Battlefront Two, where he was in a mechanical body. Well, that wasn't him. It was essentially a, a video message. Uh, the delivery it was. Thing. It, it, it was basically an a, a very intelligent voicemail. 
But still, it would be it's still it would be cool if to have a mechanical body that type that type of thing. Uh, in I think in that's cinema. stretching things. I think that's stretching. That turns him into General Grievous, though. That's the problem. But wouldn't you, Arad? Would wouldn't you? I want Palpatine to be stay dead. That's what I want. Yeah, he should stay dead. Because the whole point of the ending of Return of the Jedi is Darth Vader redeems himself by killing by killing Palpatine. That's literally because. Vader was the one who was supposed to set balance to the Force by ki- by killing both Vader by killing both himself and and Palpatine. He does that. So so Anakin does fulfill his prophecy to bring balance to the Force, just in a in a, in a from a certain point of view. Mm-hmm. Tubular Tommy says Ryan Johnson selfishly uh, wrote the Last Jedi as an ending, knowing JJ had to take over a mess. Yeah, I know. Major I mean, D. You do realize Colin Trevorrow was uh, uh, supposed to do like? Do you get like? I, I, I know. Do you get? Have you ever read like Colin Trevorrow's script for the episode three? I, I don't know. if I haven't heard it myself, but mm-hmm. like, I know it's out there. I haven't. Uh, th- th- uh, Orange Peel says, "Theater of the Absurd." Plan nine from Outer Space made more sense, and that's free on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and Nick, to, to lie to your Guzzi, you don't need Palpatine returning because the whole point of episode six, it's that you finally defeat this big bad guy that's been dogging you for years. Also, I, I just want to say the one good thing about Rise of Skywalker is now whenever I have a, like a fellow writer friend who's feeling bad about the writing, I can just remind them. <laughs> Remember, someone got paid millions of dollars to write the line somehow Palpatine returned. If they can be paid millions of dollars, all right. That line. I got a story for you, gents. I was watching all the Star Wars movies with my dad. We get to episode six, and Vader throws him down the down the shaft. My dad turns to me when I was skipping a beat, goes, and somehow Palpatine returned. That is the best ever. (laughs) Jared, can you pass along a message to your father? I think he is unfathomably based. Thank you. Thank you. Please, please tell him that. I will. I will. I will. The best option would be to have Ren could could have been the final villain. Or how about do the story that they were clearly setting up in seven, making Finn a Jedi? Because can you imagine how cool it would be a stormtrooper becomes a Jedi? Do you do you do you guys know what the original plans were for uh uh for it? Where it's basically um Ray and uh Ray and Kylo were like like Jedi's at the Academy and like they they differ like basically their paths diverge, you know, kind of thing. Like I don't know, like don't, don't encourage the Raylos, Nick. <laughs> also, like I, I will say. The one thing I agree with on Last Last Jedi is making Rey nobody, because because like it was kind of a rejection of like the whole sacred bloodline, which is kind of a pro like it's a bad kind of story trope that Star Wars seems to be obsessed with, and I feel like um, making her nothing actually is a, like because is is actually a good thing, and then they made her a Palpatine basically just re- yeah invalidate. But the problem with that, Nick, the the reason. My issue with that in episode eight is that, yes, I agree with you. That makes sense. It's just they set it up in seven that that she was going to be the the descendant of this great, of like one of the original characters. 
And then they were like, nah, they literally did what Luke did to his lightsaber. Uh, actually, here's here's a here's an interesting way they could have done it. What if he was a Kenobi? That's what, what okay. I would thought. Okay, this is this, uh, the the theory that I just cooked up. It's probably been done elsewhere and better, I imagine. So basically, during the Clone Wars, it is revealed that Satine had a child, and she had gave it birth in secret because she didn't want to Obi Wan to get into trouble. And then she's the granddaughter of Obi Wan because of the time frame. Um, I, I I think yeah that that that. So the theory, by the way, is that that kid shows up in Clone Wars. Because remember, Satine has that like has that I think son or nephew at one point, and he looks like Obi Wan. Yeah, I I think you know I think this kind of causes a bunch of problems, but you know. I, I know, the, the, but the, the, that makes sense. But now we're 44 minutes in. I want to transition to how we fix ours. Now, hang on. All right. Wait, wait. When I first proposed this topic, Nick told me that he had an entire sequel trilogy planned. So you know what, Nick? We'll just start with Taladia. I'm only kidding. We're going to start with you. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> so before I go into like this wild space of ideas, I just want to share... What they could like a real more realistic scenario. Have okay. JJ do all three. Okay. Because the biggest be current the biggest problem is with the with 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 uh with with, with the Star Wars trilogy is unlike the Cylons, they didn't have a plan. So they're like Warner Brothers in that way. Pretty much. We're, so we're mentioning Zack Snyder through the Star Wars. Probably because if, of a Re- Re- Rebel Moon, but go on. If JJ had done the entire trilogy. It still probably would have been good, but it, I think it would have at least been up to the sequels, the, the prequels of quality, maybe a little bit less. Like it, like it would have told us a little, told a somewhat coherent story. It would have been mid at best, but it would have been a ton better than what we've got. But, but if if uh, if you allow me to use the reality stone and make things whatever I want, okay. But I just want to say one thing. You know your sequel trilogy is bad when it makes Star Wars fans go, maybe the prequels weren't that bad. I mean, we're gonna see the same thing happen with the new with the new DC movies. Guess you watch. Mm-hmm. But I'm literally call, I'm, I'm literally calling that right now. So please, if I'm wrong or right, let's let's clip this, this and then we'll play it uh, as soon as the James Gunn D- DC movies start coming out. But anyway, so go on, you know. So anyway, so this this trilogy is basically something that can be made now. Like I'm, I'm doing it with that intention. All right. Two words, Jedi Academy. Okay. So I'm basically uh, I'm pulling from both the novels and the video games. All right. See, so, so what you have is, um, you know, you basically have like a new, like you have, uh, you know, you're doing your stuff. Like the first act, you you find Finn, who comes back to the Jedi Academy, he's being trained. And you got like the two star pupils, all right. You have uh, you have Jason Solo, okay. And then you also have um, Ray, whatever you know, Skywalker. Uh, no, no, <laughs> like, like bas- basically, what you have with her is she's the one who just showed up at the temple one day. She's kind of an amnesiac, you know. You don't know what's what's going on with her. 
Okay. And and Kyle and and uh, not Kyle, but he's kind of like the so so. So yeah, he kind of goes off from there, and basically Snoke is an opportunist. He's he's basically you know another Sith Lord. Um, but but the secret is, he could have been Palpatine's apprentice, but he was but he was passed up for Maul. I like that. That's a good idea. So he's not a Sith, but he is a dark side user, and it's a lot of like he's kind of got like a more immature, out of spite kind of thing. That works. Yeah, and so it kind of goes from there where, like, uh, like Jason is still going to look like... Basically, I'm just combining Jedi Academy Legacy of the Force and, like, the Jedi Academy video games all messing it together. And then you have Mark Hamill there. Um, Cal Katarn is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Cal Katarn is uh, played by Timothy Oliphant, I think. Yeah, he was good. I could see that. I, 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 after seeing him in Mando, I could definitely see him playing Calcatarn. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm no Jedi. I'm just a guy with a lightsaber and a few questions. I like that. That's funny. I, I had that tab pulled up for a while, so there you go. But uh, Tevia asks, why not have Ray be a former student of Luke? I mean, in this version, she is. Uh, but I don't know some some mystery like hey who is he you know whatever, um, but basically your triangle is uh, Finn, Ray, and and Kylo. Also, Poe does not exist in this storyline. Take that, shippers! You gotta play that is, clip. You gotta play the clip. Uh, okay. I gotta play this clip real quick. This I, I, I'm making an executive decision. Pretend. This is Star Wars. Batman doesn't do ships. Actually, um, uh, so basically the first act is they find both, uh, basically uh, Ray and Finn, who was a former Stormtrooper, come to the Academy. And towards the end of the second movie, uh, uh, Jason turns to the dark side and Ray actually joins him. So, so you're basically, instead of like the the... Jaina having to go against her brother. Basically, uh, Finn is taking the Jaina role in this one, where he has to face his his friend. Where it's not like Ray doesn't have any romantic feelings for him, but the romantic feelings are between like uh, our uh, Finn and Ray, you know, kind of thing. With 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 uh, Jason, he's more just like wants the power. Okay, I can see that. I like that. That's it's very extensive. Also, in this fan fiction, uh, she has amnesia, so she calls herself Ray Kennedy. I thought you were going to say Ray Palpatine, and I'd be like, okay, print it. No, do you realize what I did there? No, I know, I know, but but, but you can't do that because Kennedy just, doesn't sound like a Star Wars name. I mean, I could always call her Kathleen Johnson. Except th- that's already a character in Screecher, so you can't do that. <laughs> there you go. It, it were it should have been Luke le- le- leading Padawans into battle and other jet. That would have been cool. That would have been but, bad. Yeah. But but you but you know but the thing is, Skywalkers kind of have a bit of a problematic history with with Padawans and younglings. Oh yeah, exactly. They actually <laughs> dealt with this in uh, in the episode where it's uh, Ahsoka talking to Anakin because he's like uh, because An- Anakin goes. I've taught you everything Obi-Wan taught me in 
uh, was talking his master, you're part of a legacy, Ahsoka. And she's like, uh, I, I'm not sure I'm liking this legacy because of, of Darth Vader-ness. <laughs> I wish she more, my one complaint with that scene is that she, I wish she had actually called him out, like explicitly saying, you turn to the dark side. Yeah. Yes, she knew at this point. But anyway, anyway, so is that it? Yeah. Also, I, I do want to say, like, I, I, I do like the line uh, from Mando, <laughs> from uh, Book of Boba Fett, when Mando's visiting the Jedi Academy, um, when, when Ahsoka says to Luke, ah, so strong, just like your father. And then, and then like, the look of the look that, like, Luke gives her, like, what the, you know? Yeah, I, I like all of her references Anakin Skywalker. That was great. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's what makes it interesting. Some students are pre-corrupted by Thrawn. Ooh. Wait, Thrawn? Uh, Thrawn? Thrawn's not a Jedi. Yeah. Thrawn's not a Force user. Mm -mm. That, that, that's true. Uh, what happened to, to Luke's students because we didn't get to see other uh, Kyle killed all of them. You know, I uh, thought like became... some of them became the Knights of Ren, which is by the way another that idea is... that they teased and they like didn't do anything with. Yeah, that was just that was just a pointless point. Like seriously, why why have like oh he's the leader of the Knights of Ren and like we only really see him like oh. once and he kills them all. Um, by Orange Peel clarified, he meant to put just corrupted and um not by Thrawn that was autotype. Which okay, that would be cool, but. And, and, and that's the other thing. The other character that they set up, not once, but twice, Captain Phasma. <sighs> like, they they really, like, like they really wanted another boat. Like, here's how hilarious it is. Captain Phasma was obviously intended to be a Boba Fett character, but you want to know the, the one they latched onto? Traitor! Yeah, I know! <laughs> a like, random like, stormtrooper that, that has, like, a minute of screen time. But you want to know what? Boba Fett was a random character that had like a minute of screen time that people just seemed to love. So like, literally, where's his reason... Disney Plus show? That would be hilarious if now he becomes this badass. Now that Boba Fett's kind of like oh gone. So, um, on the on, on more positive angles, I do like some of the cameos. Like, uh, you know, like the like the the fourth persuasion scene, like you remove the cuffs. Yeah, yeah, I know. You that, know, I know that's James you... Bond. Do you know that Stormtrooper designation is JB seven oh seven? That's great. By the way, so speaking of cameos, you have to read like the guidebook in order to know this. When they're in Maz Kanata's cantina, you know that dude that's like all in red that that has that really elaborate helmet. Mm -hmm. That's a clone trooper. Did you know that Carrie Fisher's dog makes a cameo in that? Scene? Oh, really? That's great. I love that. Oh, also, um, I believe um uh the young blonde girl, like the 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 the, the side, like he's actually Carrie Fisher's daughter. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was fun, but it was I think it was it was one of the named ones, but when it happens that during the Clone Wars, he got like captured by the droids, put in cryo, and then he cryoed through the entire empire. He wakes Actually, up and he goes, "Where are the Jedi?" Oh, yeah. Uh, also, did um, did, did you hear about like the the proposed retcon? So you know, in Return of the Jedi, uh, where you have like that one rebel with like the big beard. 
Supposedly that's, that's Rex. Rex. That's Rex. That is Rex. That that is a retcon I'm okay with because yeah, he looks like he could be an old clone. Well, plus he looked when they brought in the the Rex character design for Rebels. That looks like that that that, that, <laughs> that Rebel Trooper. I'm like, all right, fine, you might as well. Yeah, there, you might as well. By the way, I will say there's one show that we brought up that I can't believe we didn't bring up as the one as one of the good things that Disney did. I liked Andor. Yeah. I'm going to say it. They made a they made a really dope spy show about Andor. It's really good. But Oh besides, my god, Orange Peel, please highlight his comment. She she named her dog Gary Fish. <laughs> nice. Uh, of course. I, I I have a feeling she named it after Gary Cooper, which uh, she was for, like was a family friend of hers. Now, all right. So Taladia, we've heard from Nick, and he had the most prep preparation of all of us. <laughs> yeah, you know what happens when you give me prep time? Yeah, you, you're like Batman. But uh, Taladia, how would you fix Star Wars where it is now? In other words, if we were appointed now, how do we? How do we put it in a hashtag new direction? That's for you, Jay Heat. What do you mean? Like, if, if you we were, were appointed... brought in by Disney and said you have to yeah. fix Star Wars, I would latch on from the Ahsoka series, right? And continue on from there. That's what I would do, right? Because you could still tell stories from after Return of the Jedi leading up to. Um, the Force Awakens, right? I would do a couple of movies in between, and then obviously I would not do the Last Jedi. That's something I would not do. I would, you know, I'll just, you know what I mean. Like I okay. would not, I would, I would not do the Last Jedi at all. Instead, I would do a different Star Wars film, and this time it would be about, um, obviously. I would like to see like a prequel type of thing in between, in, you know, how Luke got himself distant, like went away, you know, from the, from everybody. You know, so you mean essentially an easier transition from yeah. six to, to seven? Yeah, I could definitely yeah. see that because that's a pretty key detail to leave to like extended lore. Because that that's what, that's what my episode seven would be. My episode seven would be from six to seven. Then episode seven would be the Force Awakens, right? Mm-hmm. And then episode episode nine would be mm-hmm. Luke basically teaching Ray the Force, making her understand it, and making her, you know, understand that you know, feel the Force, all that stuff, right? But I, but the thing is, I would not make Ray a Palpatine. I would make Ray a Kenobi. Kenobi? Kenobi! And by the way, uh, I would... Uh, and then also what would happen is that at one point when he's training her, a green ring shows up in front of Luke and says, Luke Skywalker, you have the ability to overcome great fear. Oh <laughs> I mean... I had to. Jared? I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would make Luke a coward, right? This would be continuously, like, continuation from George Lucas's six six arc film right and it'd be the same luke right wait 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 i, I gotta play out this joke so if luke becomes a green lantern that means he can create a lightsaber 
with his ring. So basically, let's see if his swartz is just as uh, just let's see how he uses his swartz. It's not the size that matters. It's how you use it, Nick. No, because they had a ring that created lightsaber. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Because it was a lightsaber ring. Me personally, what I would do if I were brought in now, but they, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So after the, um, you know, I would obviously make Ben Ken, uh, what's it called, Um, Obi Wan Kenobi her father, or not father, grandfather, so to say, right? Mm -hmm. You would bring. I would bring in you know, you and McGregor to do some voiceover work, but you don't get to see his face because of mm. because the fact of Alec, Sir Alec Guinness p- passing away and obviously because he was the last um, guy, dude, basically he's the guy that, you know, mm-hmm. gone ahead, right? Um, I would, you know, you would get to see, like, hear his voice and he's helping Ray alongside Luke to wield the force, understand the force, and furthermore, helping her to try and help Luke to bring back a hand, um, Kylo Ren from the dark side, like how Obi-Wan tried mm. to bring back... Um, works. I like that. Uh, bring back Anakin, and it was the... Fa- basically, it was the, uh, the son to save the father, right? So it'd be but- different this time around. You'd be the had one that's bringing um and the uncle that saves you know but my allegiance is to the republic to democracy i know it sounds similar to the first six episodes but it would pay off so much of a homage to sorry i just i i was holding that one in for too long i was waiting what i would do if they brought me in and said jared right now fix star wars first thing i would do Find a way to decanonize the sequel trilogy. Throw it all out. Say we're never referencing again. Change change the, uh, the the galaxy's edge to be original trilogy stuff. We're done. Because I'm sorry, this contradicts too much Star Wars. It doesn't work. You can make that. I would label that l- legends. That becomes the new. L- oh, l- by legends the way, you want to know an easy way? To I'm not done yet. Galaxy. I'm not. I'm not done yet. So what I would do next is immediately commission a Knights of the Old Republic film adapting the games, adapting what we would do, because I get that there are many different story paths that you could do. What I would do is tell someone, play the game. Yes, you actually have to play the game. Uh, Come up with a compelling set set of choices, and we're going to keep the Revan becoming a Jedi at the end storyline. Do that. That starts a new story. The new thing, not yet, Nick. That starts the new. Um, what's the word? That starts. That starts my new trilogy because my new trilogy is Knights of the Republic, and then eventually it's going to lead to like they use the world between worlds to like wipe the, the, the to prune the sequel trilogy out of existence, and Mando season three never happened. But go on, Nick. Your your idea is good, but I have two conditions. What? Revan needs to be played by Keanu Reeves. Well, yeah, that's obvious. And Bastila needs to be played Jennifer Hale. I was gonna say Jennifer Lowe Hewitt, but okay. It has to be Jennifer Hale. Just do the voice. <laughs> she has a very iconic voice. I'm sure she could do it. If not, oh, here's what I would do. All right, Revan's played by Henry Cavill, and then Bastila's played by Gal Gadot. Super Wonder in Star Wars. Oh. I'm like imagine like how crazy would it be if Je- like Jennifer Hale's cameo in the Kotor game is 
she's the voice of, of the ship. Yeah, I see that. Uh, that works. And, and Tavia, we don't need Mando season three for Grogu. We don't because he doesn't really play that much of a role. And Nick said this when we were reviewing episode three. You could take out all of most of Grogu's you scenes. You gave me crap for that. You you pushed back against that so much because I wanted to wait and see if they paid it off at the end. They kind of didn't. Jared, I think I've earned this. Frick you, I was right. Frick you, I was right. Frick you, I was right. Well, I was waiting until I saw what the actual story is. I don't like to, to like critique story decisions until I see the full story. But I That's called my it. rule. I called it. Yeah, you did. And, and yeah, there you go. You don't, Grogu plays zero role in, in three. He's not but, even a, pl- he's not even a plot device like he was in the first season. And then. Um, the first two seasons, actually. He was, like, here's the thing. Grogu is not a character in the show. He was a, a plot device in season one and two, and he barely exists in season three. And he's a prop. But, and by the way, Ben Affleck plays, uh, <laughs> plays Karth. He's Karth. No, I and, think he should be Kander Thordo. That's better. He plays Kander. No, 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 no. Matt Damon is Karth. Matt Damon. Nick, stop. This is my universe. Matt Damon. Nick, this is my universe. Ben Affleck is Karth. Joe Manganiello is Candrius. Deathstroke is Candrius. Uh, and then there would be a, a Zack Snyder cameo somewhere in there. <laughs> oh, he would play one of the council members on the Jedi Council on Dantooine. Because oh, there's God. one that I could put as Zack Snyder. <laughs> no, but Tevia, in my u- it doesn't matter if he would like to be in Star Wars. This is my universe where I get him to where he wants to be in Star Wars. All right. I- an alternate reality. All right. I want to see more of your KOTOR casting. Who just plays Mission? That's actually a good idea. That's actually a good point. Mission, I would say, would be played by. You know what? Screw it. Huntress from, from Birds of Prey. The, the movie you like you only said that because she plays Hera in Ahsoka she, she was good she was good I could see her playing that and let me see who would play I would honestly just use the same voice actor for HK47 meatbag <laughs> interrupt statement hello master oh, oh wait 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 no no uh Alan Tudyk plays uh <laughs> Okay, you know what? That's a better option right there. I, I could see that. I could see okay, that. Okay, who plays Malik? Who plays who, who plays wait, wait. Malik? What were we gonna say, Taladia? If you were able to bring Mace Windu back into the fold, would you bring Jolie. Ray Fisher? Would you bring Ray Fisher as a prequel type of thing? Before No, actually- I wouldn't because Ray I'm saving for someone very special. But anyway, Sam for Jolie, Jackson is Jolie. Sam, Sam Jackson. Jackson is Jolie. If I wanted to bring Samuel Jackson, if I want to bring Mace Windu back, that would be a full-on Disney Plus show seeing him from episode three to Mando I mean, or whatever. I mean, honestly, uh, I'm surprised they haven't like like Sam Jackson said he he's he doesn't think his character died, but like yeah, and all he did was he got electrocuted and his arm chopped off. Jedi's have sur- survived far la- far worse. Yeah, like honestly, I, I think um having Mace Windu like Mace Windu show up in like the Mando timeline would be kind of cool. Yeah, actually, I, 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 yeah, I think that would be really dope. I would love that. And um in terms of so th- that's like about as me- as much of 
uh, the old republic that that I have cast because I think. I mean, you didn't, you didn't cast Malik. Malik, you know, screw it, Ray Porter. I, I, I honestly, I could see him doing that. His dark side is pretty close to Malik. Yeah, but he's not an actor. I'm saying use him for the voice. For the body, no. I don't care who you use. That's what I'm using. It's my universe, Nick. That's my decision. I'm doing that. I reject your reality. Sub my well, head. it's my reality, Nick. So there you go. In terms, and I reject it. In terms of two, I would have... You know who I'd have play Kreia? Wonder Woman's mom. She's too young. Oh, yeah, that's true. Helen Mirren. I could possibly see that. Like, for me, it's kind of like a Glorious Leachman type, because it's just... Well, you're the dude that wanted Betty White to play Granny Goodness. I mean, it's a good casting. She she would... No, she's too sweet. But but that's the whole point of Granny Goodness. No, it's not. No. Granny Goodness is... is she's mm. sickly sweet, but she'll murder people. No, Granny Goodness is significantly more in the murdering thing. I've read those comics. But the thing is, Granny, like, think, think, here's the thing about Betty White. She could say the most dirty, like, vile, violent things totally straight, and it's just great. No, but I can't see Betty White being Granny Goodness in terms of, like, hostility and stuff. She's, you I need can't to see, see her. Jared. You need to watch Lake Placid. You need you to You showed watch. me a clip from that, and I'm like, nah, I can't see that. I can't see that. Even Orange Peel is laughing at you, Nick. So there you go. <laughs> um, in terms of Night Soul Republic 2, in terms of Kreia, yeah, I'll just go with Helen Mirren because, you know what, I'll, I'll go with that as a placeholder. Who plays the Exile? The Exile is canonically female, by the way. I can't have Gal Gadot because that would be what everyone's expecting. I'm not going to do Amber Heard for obvious reasons. I mean, if, uh, you, want, if, you, want, if you want the character wait, to get the bed. Stop, so. stop, 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 stop. Amelia um, Clark? Hmm? Amelia Clark? That's actually not a bad idea right there. Wow. That's an excellent idea. And you know what? I don't have to cast Mandalore. Joe Manganiello is, returns because it's the same character. That blew my mind when I found that out. But, um... In terms of Atten, you know, screw it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna race band Rafe Fisher as Atten. I could see that. Well, are you talking about the Zabrak? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the the guy you meet on at, on the space station at the very beginning of the game. Oh, the the, the car stand in. The car stand. But actually, you know what? I could see him more as the Zabrak. Actually. Yeah. Well, because like because uh, Rafe. Uh... Well, actually, Ray Fisher is is the one who I'd want to play the Zabrak yeah. guy because, like, the guy has kind of like this like ASMR kind of type voice. Plus, it's it's makeup, so like literally anybody could play it. But I think Ray Fisher would actually be good for uh, the Zabrak mechanic Plus, guy. He he's got the arms, so he's already a so he's already played a cyborg. There you go, and. Yeah, so 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 th those are essentially uh, what I would cast for old uh, for Knights of Republic, and the, the other thing I, I would do, I would say we're making a Knights of the uh, well, we're making a Republic Commando animated series like Clone Wars. Actually, okay. with those characters, this is going to be the sequel to Republic Commando. We're gonna the, the story is going to be they're going back to Kashyyyk to find Sev. I have a question for you, Jared. Who should play a live action Calcutta? 
Chris Pratt. <laughs> that's a joke nick that's a joke nick i love that i love i officially yeah. resigned from comics <laughs> momoa no all right, all right. who would you uh, cast as katarn timothy chalamet he's because, a little young uh well, the thing is, I want someone who's like you know more of an actiony uh, middle elite. Well, yeah, since y'all miss too young, we need someone who's kind of like in their thirties or at least. Like, and and to, 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 uh, Timothy Oliphant is already a character. You can't recast him, <laughs> even though that first. would be a better casting for him. <sighs> hmm. Actually. Um, What's the guy who played Gambit in uh, X-Men? He's on Yellowstone. Um... Shanning Tatum? Shanning Tatum? What the? Dude. You said Gambit. Oh, oh no, he was going to play Gambit. Oh, you mean Joel... Uh, uh... Tyler Sheraton. Wait, wait, wait. You mean G a Gambit animator or Gambit in X-Men Origins Wolverine? Uh, X-Men Origins... Uh... Because that that is not a Tyler Sheridan. His his name is Taylor Kirch. Yes, 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 Taylor Kirch. Because he's also I could see him as Kyle Katarn. That I could see. Because Taylor Kirch is also on Yellowstone. So yeah, that's who I had it. Yeah. Okay, good. As as this, when he started saying Sarah so, Stan, so I was like, who the hell is that? Yeah. So so him as uh, Kyle Katarn. That's my pick. Okay, that works. That works. <laughs> a live action Darth Maul. Nope, too many characters. I'm not putting a. I'm not. I have to be very selective on who I put in here. I can't put everyone in there. Well, let's let's have for let's right have now. Let's let's do let's pretend we're casting for like Star Wars, like the extended universe, like like big characters. Like, Keanu Reeves. Who should play Darth Talon? <laughs> I don't know who Darth Talon is, so I can't exactly go because remember I haven't read a lot of the books, Nick. I know I what she this. looks like. It's just I don't know a lot about her character in order to. I, I don't either. I just did doing it for fun. All right. What about Darth Bane? Because <coughs> easy. I got an easy one for you, Tom Hardy. He already played a Bane. <laughs> Actually, Pilate <laughs> um, gets it. That's not my pick. Ah, you're no fun. The guy who played Ivan Drago. Actually, I could see that. I could see that. You mean uh, Rourke or something like that? Uh, I, I think I no, remember the actor's um, name. Uh, I'm looking up the, the name. You mean uh, Whiplash and Iron Man? No, 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 no. no. Oh, you mean Dolph Lundgren? Yes. Okay, yeah. I, oh, yeah, I could definitely see that. Because he's actually surprisingly a good actor. So um, yeah, he's solid. I'll, I'll give you that. He's good. The thing about Bane is he's a big guy. He is a big guy. Yeah, you gotta have someone that like really like. Yeah. No, as for... who would you cast Henry Cavill as? Let's cast the DCEU actors in Star Wars. Go. <sighs> and no role is off the table, so I can put Henry as Revan because I think he would do a great job. And no. Gal as Basila. Keanu Reeves. No, but... All right, fine. That could be your pick. My pick for Revan is Henry Cavill. That's fine. You can be wrong. 
But uh, who would, Taladia, who would you guys Henry Cavill as in Star Wars? Go. Uh, I would actually put him as, hmm, um, I would put him as a new Jedi. and A new character? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I, I could see how. What's I got my Gal Gadot casting. Gal is Mara Jade. Okay, that I could see. That I could totally see. And that means that, well, that would also mean, I would make this a mandate, whoever her romantic interest in has to be played by Henry Cavill. So, so, so you're saying Luke that Skywalker is played by Henry Cavill? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Super Wonder has to be a thing in any universe that Gal Gadot's in. Oh my god! Wait, that yeah. means that wait, Rachel Stone could technically get into a relationship with Henry Cavill from The Man from Uncle. Yeah, Jared. Look at Nick's face. I told you, multiverse man. No, that no, is- Rachel. No, Rachel Stone. Is gonna get into a relationship with the antagonist from uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Yes, exactly. She's like, I love the mustache. And she's no, like, he's like, oh yeah, he, he yeah. reloads. But, but but wait, what? That's when he, he shows up for a date. He's like, and then wait, 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 wait. He shows up. He's got the mustache. He goes, you look like someone I used to know in an old life. Oh no. But also, you do realize the fact that we have uh, headcanoned Heart of Stone into Fast and Furious? No, into Mission Impossible. Oh, no, yeah. No, no. no, no. no so did, that means technically Mission Impossible is in the Fast and the Furious universe in our version of it. Oh, my gosh. This is great. Yeah, because, like, we actually, like, because remember we did, like, that fan theory? Because, like, it actually, like, the timeline lines up really well. Actually. It works. It actually works up really well. We are smart dudes. Wow. Well, that's what you get for uh, watching Snyder movies long enough. Warner Bros. Hire us. We will fix your universe. Well, Taladia will anyway. He's the smartest of us. Of course I'm the smartest. It, I'm it's the beard length. It's the beard length. Taladia, I just got to say, your beard puts all the rest of us It is shame. glorious, Seriously. my friend. It is glorious. Oh, you haven't seen that? How bad it is! How bad can you highlight Orange Peel's comment? Which Shameless one? plug for for for, for Peter uh, Rapid. Baby hands, baby hands is we. Oh, oh yeah, perp. I keep for, 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 um, forgetting. That's how he does it. Anyway, love you, perp. But anyway, so I, I think that's a good place to leave this episode because we've been going for about an hour, eighteen minutes. This was a great episode. I had a lot of fun, and the point is. We love Star Wars, and you notice none. What we tried to do, what, what I felt was pretty interesting, because this was not pr- prompted by me at all. We tried to keep as much of the characters and everything as possible from the sequel trilogy. So, in other words, we weren't like throw throw out the characters and everything like that. We're more like throw out the story that they were in. So, just wanted to put that in there. So, sorry. With that, and. With that, all right. So now, Nick, where can we find you, and what have you got coming out? All right, everybody. So uh, tomorrow we're doing the Friday Night Frenzy. Um, You know, we're talking about the positive aspects of Christmas. You're going to be joining uh, us with it, and then on Saturday we're doing uh, Batman, going into the Joker's Lair, Uh, and then on Monday you can catch uh, Avatar rewatch. Taladia. Where can we find you, and what have you got coming out on your channel? 
so you guys can follow me on Twitter at Taladia Plays underscore. And you guys know we've just finished the Spider Man stream. I might do a stream on Tuesday. I've got a collab coming up with um with what's his name? Uh Pika Sage. I've got to organize that up. And then Wednesday is the run, the one, the only New 52 Justice League cover. Otherwise known as as, as uh the, the... Zack Justice League. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty much that. But anyway, uh, anyway, so in terms of comics league, um tomorrow, as a matter of fact, at 10 p.m. Eastern. I may go a little earlier on that. It just depends. Um, but, but the point is, tomorrow night, we're going to be doing uh, Comics League Dark, which is going to be twofold. Number one, we're going to be covering the last DCAMU movie, which was Just League Dark Apocalypse War. Then we're going to be doing a Phoenix Press Appreciation Stream. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about all the different like news topics that have come out uh, over the past week. So it, it'll be a good, a, a nice... And we may or may not cast uh characters in torn samurai and street jerk okay that works and that may uh, or may not happen no promises and then for super wonder legacy brit and i are talking about all the different super wonder merch that has come out and i'll be showing off toys and uh in terms of by the way to check out my current um indie wednesday which is about daniel warren johnson's first issue of uh transformers which is dope and in terms of movie night we're going to be talking about zach snyder's legend of the guardians the owls of gahul so i i, I like pronouncing uh, uh, gahul that way it's, it, 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 it sounds more official so Yahoo! on that note everyone stay heroic wait may wait, wait, with, wait wait may the may the force be with you all yes and the force will be with you always. What about?